Welcome back to her honest money talk with Hazel Seco. This podcast is designed to share personal and professional insights and tips with other women. I believe other women can gain valuable insights by acknowledging unique challenges women face as we raise more awareness. Hi, my name is Hazel Seco, and I'm here with Hannah today. She is Align Financial Solutions client relationship manager, and basically she's doing everything and anything to make sure the clients are happy and covered. So she's here today because uh, I wanted to discuss some of the basic questions that we get asked a lot often by some of the like prospective clients who's interested in joining or like a becoming our client, but they didn't know where to start. So I wanted to uh, have this conversation as part of the discussion and kind of let other people know what to expect when it comes to uh, financial advisor, financial planning. So for those of you who don't know her honest money talk, we really want to advocate women by educating them what it is and like what kind of financial insights and tips they they could have you know you don't have to be necessarily financially savvy to become financially independent and you know how to get there so yeah let's begin welcome Hannah thanks Hazel I'm excited to have this conversation I think that it'll be beneficial for a lot of people out there that might have these general questions but aren't really sure where to find you know, good answers. So I think that we'll just start off. I have about five different questions that I thought would be good to kind of start off with today. And the first one is how do you define financial wellness for women? Like, why is it important to you? A lot of times you don't think of wellness and finance in the same sentence. So let's kind of dive into how they connect. Right. Financial wellness was something that came pretty naturally to me as a mission, just because I feel like a lot of women, uh, especially going through some of the life transitions, um, their, you know, their mental health is very important. And then that comes in that conversation of the transition very often. But alongside of that, I feel like the finances or some of the burdens or concerns regarding finances, they are also very frequently involved in the, you know, communication about transitions. So that's when I started working with uh, wellness professionals about, you know, how do you make sure to have this type of uh, finance conversation to make sure women are financially well. Um, so I guess financially well means not necessarily have, you know, as much money as possible. It's, I think it's more about um, having some tangible financial goals in mind and then just knowing how to get there with uh, clarity and confidence in mind. Yeah. And I think one of the other things that we always tend to emphasize is helping them through whatever they're going through more than just like only the numbers of it all you know them as a person and and who they are and the the individual clients really 
mean a lot to us and how they're doing in their lives too. So I think that's kind of part of the holistic approach with it that um, at least that I've seen from. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. How, yeah. Yeah, I think it's very relevant because we're kind of a uh, integrator in a way because we do, like you said, we do the relationship managing part of um, this whole like a professional dynamics because, I mean, we're going to know some aspects of our clients, you know, like, for example, estate planning and their life situations, but clients don't necessarily want to be part of that very technical discussion so we are part of it as like uh you know kind of encompassing all the parts that the client wants to discuss but not necessarily want to be in that you know like not exactly uncomfortable but that a little bit of a tense relationship professional relationship dynamic so like that's i think where we can provide some values to the clients as well um as part of a you know comprehensive financial planning because it is a very important crucial part in making sure your finances are in good order yeah definitely um i think that a lot of people um women specifically might know that they need a financial advisor and now that they might understand kind of what financial wellness is especially for women but how do they know that they found the right financial advisor for them? Like what for, you know, just using me as an example, like what should I as a woman look for in a financial advisor to know that they're the best fit for me? Cause there's so many different options and services offered out there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially right now with online marketing and advertisement, it's, it's really hard to pick up, qualified professional in any industries, I feel like. Mm -hmm. um, so that's a good point. Um, I don't think, I mean, women have uh, specific unique challenges uh, in terms of finances because we live longer. And sometimes some of the like uh, languages that we would convey in terms of financial concerns could come a little bit different from you know our male counterparts so i feel like having ex being able to explain uh some of the financial concepts in simple english i feel like it could go so far for some of the people who might feel intimidated by you know kind of jargons and some of the terms that they might not feel super comfortable talking about um so it's a little vague in terms of you know like how do you how do you know that if they're gonna do that but you know like you can tell from 30 minute conversation for example that if you are a good fit in terms of personality or you know how the conversation methods you'll if I think I think the clients have to feel comfortable and confident in sharing their information because it is really crucial to know everything and have a whole picture to understand exactly what would be the you know optimum optimal solutions for them. Um, and then I think uh, one of the biggest things I always mention to the prospective clients is that you know there is really a 
like a such thing as a right fit, like, you know, com compatibility and, you know, being comfortable with each other, but also the Uh, some of the qualifications as like, are they experienced um, at least more than five years? Uh, and then having enough knowledge, um, do they have a designation such a, as a CFP, certified financial planner? But most importantly, I really highly recommend people working with someone that's independent of, um, you know, big financial institutions, because it's really hard to be completely objective when there is other sales quota or some of the, you know, things that they have to meet for the firm. I, I understand that they could be a great financial advisor, but if you're looking for someone who can guide you through your financial journey as a, uh, you know, a professional, um, then I think it really matters if they're independent financial advisor who provides uh fee-based services meaning that they could be they could be fee only or fee-based uh financial advisors basically just i think the most important thing is if they are independent and you know if they're either sales driven or you know mission driven Yeah, and probably in an introductory call, it's can become evident just in like a short call what maybe their mission is if if they're more mission driven or sales driven, just to see like if you mesh with somebody, if it seems like their interests are aligned in helping you or maybe more helping their kind of agenda and what they think that you should have before they even talk to you and and know what your financial place is right. where you're at. So that those sound like some really good tips in helping find a good financial planner for you. And I guess another thing while we're kind of on that topic is there's financial planners and financial advisor. You hear both of those terms all the time. Are those the exact same thing? Are they interchangeable? Are there any differences? I think that if you're not too financially savvy, you might know these terms, but might not know if there's any yeah. differences. No, right. I think uh, financial planners and financial advisors are generally interchangeable. Um, I think uh, actually, yeah, that is one of the questions we get asked a lot because financial planner sounds more of a, like a planning person versus, you know, advisor is, you know, advising you what to do. I guess I think one of the biggest thing is that the financial planner focuses a little bit more on the comprehensive financial planning, like, uh, you know, encompassing all the areas of the personal finances and then kind of focuses on what's really important to the client. But, but I think technically it is interchangeable. Okay. So when you're talking kind of credentials or qualifications when you're looking for a financial advisor, or financial planner, um, those credentials and qualifications are kind of the same for both then? Um, yeah, I mean, they're not exact. I mean, financial planner and financial advisor, they're not really a protected term. So anybody could be technically financial planner or financial advisor. Um, I feel like that's one of the reasons that, that you see so many 
a variety of different uh, experience levels or different um, kind of titles within even the firm. But I think the most important designation you should look for is a certified financial planner because they are the uh, put up to the highest fiduciary duties, uh, making sure the client's interests are the first. And, uh, you know, you go through this extensive, uh, I think it took me three years to go through all the education and trainings that were uh, relevant to the coursework. And then we had to do the big final exam at the end. So it is very extensive. And that's one of the reasons that, you know, we really value the CFP professionals in this industry. Yeah, that is a really good difference to know because if you hear a certified financial planner versus just a financial planner, you might not really know that there's any sort of difference or the right. you know what the difference really is and how big of a difference that could really be. So I think that's a really good thing to point out for people who are looking for a financial planner. Um, and I guess another thing is some of the basic steps that you need to take when you're trying to hire a financial planner. So we said that one of the important things was finding someone maybe who was independent instead of someone who's in a large firm, but obviously those large firms are the most well-known. So maybe how do you go about finding someone who's independent? Maybe it's just a lot of it's word of mouth, like you might know somebody, but if you don't, what is there like one specific way to find someone who's independent? Yeah, I'm, that's a great question. I guess um, uh, financial planners who are not necessarily independent, they could be a CFP. I think it's the most important to find a CFP. And then, you know, from there, if you're picking in between some, I think it, being independent is also crucial in terms of, you know, being objective for your financial goals. Um, but uh, if you have no idea where to go, I think uh, CFP website is the best way to uh, find a CFP. I, I forgot exactly what it's called. I believe you can find one uh, CFP professional if you go to cfp.net or um. I'm part of the organization FPA. It's a financial planning um, association, maybe, or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think so. Guessing. No, no. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm blank. I'm drawing blank. But yeah, I find FPA.org. Um, and then from there, you can find a financial professional that is a CFP because it already filters like if you're not a CFP you can't join the organization and then okay. um, we as a firm like um, I am part of it so it's like if you search geographically or you know whatever criteria that you're looking for you can find a financial planner that's already a CFP through that website as well um, maybe maybe I'll uh, type up in the below you know, yeah, in that our, would be good. Yes, because um, <laughs> I forgot the exact website. I mean, you usually like Google, so nowadays like, right. you kind of forget like how exactly it's spelled out. But um, yeah, yeah, I'll put there, it. Down there's below. a website that's credible. Yeah, that's yeah. good because, like we were saying in the beginning, 
online is so saturated with all of this info and it's really hard to determine what's accurate, what's not, especially if you don't really know where to start. So I think that that's part of the reason why we're having this call is to maybe provide some clarity for people who don't really know where to start or what to look for. So I think if we can link or add in the bottom that website, that would be really helpful for people. Um, And I guess one other maybe misconception or question that a lot of prospects have when they first come to us is what the difference is between a financial planner and an accountant. Because a lot of people talk about, you know, your financial team, but what does that necessarily look like? Like not everybody needs five different people that are on this, you know, financial team and and what are really the differences between what you can provide an accountant or any other people who might be a part of that, you know, quote unquote, financial team. Yeah. Financial planner are more like a going for your financial future. So it's like planning for your financial future. Uh, Some of the questions uh, people might have is, can I retire at this age? And, you know, what's the optimal age to take out my social security? Or um, if I were to start taking out social security at this age, what's the appropriate amount of income or cash flow I would need to withdraw out of my uh, retirement account? So those are some of the questions that we would be kind of um, answering as we analyze the total financial portfolio and the situation. So we're more of a future driven while tax accountants um, or tax preparers, they're more of a historian. So they go back to what has happened and record them and basically report it to the IRS so that you know, you pay the right amount of taxes. But actually, this goes back to the beginning of our conversation that we do the professional relationship management. So um, majority of our clients, they have us as kind of like a core team member of their professional relationship. And we could, you know, make a recommendation to the tax preparer or uh, tax attorney or estate planning attorney, a lot of different type of professionals are out there, but not necessarily one solution fits everyone. So I guess like we kind of vet the professionals that are out there and then kind of feel and make sure that they are putting our clients' interests first, because that is really our biggest priority. And then uh, once we know that they are the qualified professionals, we can, you know, always make a recommendation if they do need them. But um, I feel like it's really, it's really important to kind of keep the conversation all like on this, like all the professionals on the same page by having this collaborative effort within each other so that, you know, like one accountant is like trying to do something, but we are not sure like, at all about that and then if we're not on the same page like the strategy is not going to be conducive for the clients and then they're going to be confused so we want to just make sure we're all communicating about each other's strategy to have our clients um future all set within that plan yeah i think from what we've seen in our experience too that always makes it easier on everybody when that 
next level of communication that you were just referencing is there. And a lot of places might not do that because you think like, oh, my accountant's my accountant, my financial planner is my financial planner, you know, my attorney is my attorney, but really they might be more connected and benefit from all, you know, having that professional relationship with each other more than you think. So if you do have a financial team that having that level of, you know, next level of communication there, it it really does help from what we've seen at least. Yeah. Um, And you had mentioned a few minutes ago too, about divorce and that designation that you hold in the certified uh, divorce financial analyst. Is that what it is? Yes. 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 So that's something that you have. And obviously I know that, but when people are looking for someone that might be the right fit for them um, and you have this specific designation, are there other designations that people should look for? I mean, I know we talked about obviously the big one, the certified financial planner. You have this other one that, you know, now makes you specialized in divorce finances as well. So is on that website that we talked about how people could find, you know, maybe a best fit for them. I wonder if there's some sort of filter or something that people could look like, say I'm getting divorced and I'm looking for somebody that they could kind of filter. I don't know if that's an option anywhere, but I'm just kind of yeah. thinking about how that might be helpful for people as we're yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, Yeah, there, I know, Um, actually yesterday, I think I was trying to do that fpa.org they actually have that filter depending on the specific designation or depending on their uh, specialties, you can kind of select like what you're looking for. And I believe like if you put the uh, the area code or the, the zip code, and then you are kind of getting the searches within that zip code, but also with that specialties in mind. So I think, yeah, I think that- yeah, That's a great resource. Yeah. That's a great resource for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We'll definitely try to link that down below because that would be very beneficial for people. Um, It it cuts out a lot of the research work there. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, It gives you the options immediately of what you're looking for. So we definitely recommend that, I guess. But um, I don't know. Do you have any other like last comments or anything? Um... No, it was good. Uh, I mean, uh, we are trying to just have this conversation to, you know, raise as much awareness as possible and then bridge the gap between, you know, some of the people who might have not as much resources um, uh, financially or in terms of their time and effort. So I feel like, you know, once we have this conversation going, I feel like when the words are out, it's so much better in terms of like, you know, kind of getting the awareness out and then having kind of like a spreading the words in general and then having the public like, oh, that is a thing. And then, I mean, it takes effort to get there, but you know, once we're having a conversation, that's when it all like begins. So I'm really excited. Yeah, I think this is great. I think we're just really like scratching the surface of some of these questions that we could go much more in depth with, but I think starting out really talking about financial wellness for women as a whole. And I know that's how we kind of started the conversation. So really just even talking about that to the extent that we did, I think will be 
eye-opening for some and, and beneficial as well. So I think it's yeah. exciting. And thank you for taking the time to yeah. uh, do this call. And I think that people will benefit and really enjoy our conversation. I guess yeah. that's the goal, right? <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for being here. And then we would love to be, you know, an advocate for financial empowerment for women. So if there's any specific topics that you, the listeners have in mind, then just, you know, let us know. You can always email us at uh, Hannah, H-A-N-N-A-H at AlignFinancialSolutions.com. We'll put that uh, in below as well. Um, so that you can email us anytime with any questions or, you know, some of the topics that you might be interested in the future. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely want to hear feedback and I mean, we, the listeners and <laughs> that's, yeah. that's exactly what we're doing this for. So any questions, any feedback, we definitely love to hear it. All right. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Hazel. Thank you for joining us today at Her Honest Money Talk. The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision.